Hello, my friends. We're back. Today's episode is brought to you by From Within Records. Are you following From Within Records on social media? If not, go boot up your Twitter or your Instagram and go click that follow button to stay up to date on all the awesome news. There's artwork trickling in from all the bands on the One Scene Unity Comp Volume 2, which is amazing. It's getting me more excited every day. We're about a month away until that comp comes out, so please stay up to date and go follow them. Also, Striker just put out their debut LP, Fiel El Juego, with From Within Records. It's super awesome. If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, please head over to their Bandcamp, strikerhardcore.bandcamp.com, or boot up your Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, whatever it is, and go stream that record. Super awesome band. Also, new music on the way from Payback, Shackled, MH Chaos. Oh, man, there's just so much awesome stuff coming down the pipeline from from Within Records. So I'm just super excited and stoked to hear it all. So like I always say, support From Within Records because they support us. On today's episode, we tracked down our friend Connor Jones It was my pleasure to be able to talk to him again. He plays in Reaction, plays in Ikulu, has a new venture, a record label, Cash Only Records, and I thought it was great timing. I reached out, and Connor is always good to me, so I appreciate him very much. If you're a fan of Ikulu, and I know a lot of you are out there, you guys sold out the unscrew my head uh, record if you head over to the cash only records website to try to purchase a copy it's all sold out i'm hoping in the future there's gonna be more pressings and it's just awesome to see that band get so much support especially on a new label so shout out to all of you who came out purchased a record Uh, i'm just so stoked for them it's so awesome to see uh, friends doing well especially with new ventures It, it just has me so excited And I'm such a fan of Unscrew My Head. Awesome record front to back. And if for some weird reason, if you're unfamiliar or you're not aware or you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, please. And I I know I say this all the time, but I really mean it. Please hit pause, go boot up Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Bandcamp, whatever, and go listen to that record and then come back because it's just so amazing. Super solid band. I love everything that they've done. And I, I just feel like they're one of those bands uh, that can't miss uh, with uh, such a talented group of guys. I just it, it's just hard for me to imagine that. So and everything that they've put out so far has been solid through and through. So it, it's always interesting and fun to be able to witness this and enjoy it in real time. I'm such a fan and I just love this record. So please listen to it and then come back and listen to this conversation with me and Connor. And there's just so much awesome news uh, today. They just announced a couple shows with Fiddlehead in September and and Blair. So I'm just so happy, especially to see shows come back because we're at this point now where uh, there's this crazy influx happening right out here. So many local venues announcing crazy amount of shows every day. Every time I boot up social media, I'm just seeing all sorts of shows being announced. And and it's cool because I definitely have some shows that I'm like so excited to get back to obviously the majority of them hardcore but i'm a huge fan of jack harlow super random but 
I think he's an awesome rapper and he's actually coming to uh, Orange County and I can't wait to finally see him live. But it's just awesome to see shows just come back at this crazy rate and the the quality, right? Because uh, these tours that have gotten announced that Knock Loose, Gate Creeper, Magnitude, Karma Tour, that blows my mind too. Shout out to, to Karma. I'm such a huge fan of that band. Chicago Hardcore, Flat Spot Records. It's crazy. So for for us to be in this position now where we get to finally kind of break out of our uh, COVID bubbles and get back to these shows uh, in a safer space, right? Because obviously it was controversial just a month or two ago and things are way better now. We're way more healthy. So it's just an exciting time for all of us fans of music to be able to get back and see these awesome shows happening. And this is like the stuff that's announced. This is just the beginning, right? There's so many other bands that haven't announced anything yet and so much more uh, tours that haven't even been announced yet so it's just gonna get crazy and i'm here for it i'm super stoked on it but um shout out uh ikulu so make sure if you're in the area in september go check out the shows in in boston philly or brooklyn it's it's it's, it's gonna be crazy it's a great string of shows i'm happy for them uh and tomorrow they're uh, dropping a, a music video. Connor and I actually talk about it uh, at some point in the podcast. And if any of you are following them on social media, I'm sure all of you saw the teaser video. So I- I'm happy to hear that. And it's just something that I'm really looking forward to. I, I love when bands drop music videos. So shout out to Ikulu. Shout out to Connor. It was seriously such a great pleasure of mine to sit down and be able to talk to him a- again. So strap in enjoy this conversation and without further ado welcome connor jones to the show Welcome back to the podcast, Connor. How's it going? Yo, man. What's up? How you doing? Dude, this is this is crazy because last time you were on, uh, it was pre-pandemic, pre-the world uh, <laughs> going crazy and uh, being on pause. So I'm, I'm happy that uh, we're here. Uh, I'm happy that you're back on the podcast. The world is in a way better place than it was just a couple months ago. So I'm, I'm happy that you're here. Dude, likewise, man. We can glad we're both, you know, kicking and able to do this. Hell yeah, for sure. Okay, um, a couple things. Obviously, uh, a lot of people tuning in, they want to hear you talk about Ikulu, but I, I want to kind of build up to that. Uh, you play in another band called uh, Reaction. You guys uh, dropped some music last year, so I, I was yeah. curious if you can, uh, you know, dive into that. Yeah, man. Reaction, uh, New York City straight edge band. Um, we we dropped the our, our seven inch on IOU records. I'm pretty sure they came out on Edge Day in 2019 or 2020. <laughs> See, I don't even know what time is anymore. <laughs> yeah, 2020. But, um, yeah, 2020. And um, dude, yeah. I mean, I, I I wish obviously that we could be fucking playing because we're a hardcore band. Mm-hmm. But um, we got we got st- we're we're starting to line stuff up, so it, it's it's finally gonna happen. You know, 
Hell yeah. And uh, I'm curious, um, how did you guys uh, build that relationship with IOU? Yeah, so I kn- I've known Jesse for a minute. Mm-hmm. And um, our singer, the singer Reaction Grant, I think he was the one that um, initially started talking with Mr. IOU, Jesse himself, about like, you know, potentially like this would be cool. Like, what do you think? And they're like, they were about it. So obviously we all love like, you know, Florida and what's happening down there. And, you know, we all have connections with Florida in, in various ways. And so I'm, I'm like totally into it. And I thought it was because I was a fan of the label even before mm-hmm. yeah. reaction did anything with them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan of the pairing. So I, I think it's awesome that you guys were able to team up with them and put out a, a release with IOU. Dude, yeah, I, I, I'm glad. Like, I think it's the first. I could be wrong, but I think it's the first non-Florida band IOU ever did anything with. Okay. Um, so in a, in a way, you know, hey, it's an honor. Yeah, no, it's, it's super sick. Shouts out to IOU. Shout out IOU. And I'm, I'm curious, there was a, a kind of a gap from the demo to the um, you know latest EP. Was that by design? Did you guys just want to let the demo breathe? Or were you guys just busy with all your other projects? Yeah, I mean, letting it breathe for a while. And then we had it actually done. And then COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, do we want to put this out right now? Like, I'm pretty sure it was done April of last year. Okay. But we decided, I think we sat on it for a while and eventually Edge Day rolled around and we're like, let's just put it out on fucking it. Cause at this point, like a lot of us, you know, we're like, I came home to Texas at the beginning of quarantine. Grant, he was, he was doing a lot of traveling around that time. So like we weren't even all in like a central location, but then we all made it back to New York and like, the, like we were all hanging out more and stuff like, you know, with each other. And, so, you know, the band got back together in, in, in a sense and we we locked in on Edge Day and just thought it would it'd work out timing wise. So that's what we did. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was awesome because uh, like a cool straight edge band dropping uh, new music on Edge Day and, you know, good music at that. I, I thought it was awesome. And it also it's like classic. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I always think back to this argument that I got in with a, a, a friend of mine. He's, he's kind of jaded and he uh, tried to tell me that there's no good bands from the city. And when you guys dropped that music, I was like, this is this is so stupid that I had to try to defend the city when there's like, you know, all these current bands going on. And I'm just like, dude, my friends are so jaded and doesn't understand that there are these newer, awesome bands coming up from the city. He's just um, being weird and jaded and doesn't want to accept it. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. So it trips me out. But yeah, when I see, uh, you know, you and your group of friends doing all that cool shit out there, I'm like, yeah, it's just blows my mind that he would even say something like that. Tell him to come out to a gig sometime this summer and we can change his mind. Yes, I'm. I'm gonna, um, uh, you know, send him some flyers and be like, "Yo, you need to stop being jaded and go appreciate this right now because it's gonna straight you know, up. Yeah, it's, it's it's gonna come and go, and then you're gonna be even more jaded, and you're gonna be all like super sad that you missed out on this crazy shit that's going on in real time. <laughs> it's I wild. agree. So you got our back. Oh, of course, and it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it, it was just weird for me to be from the West Coast having to defend the city, and I was just like, well, I mean, why am, am yeah, I even doing be beefing this? Us. You should be beefing the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, I should be saying, yeah, I should be, we should be in um, you know, opposite positions, right? I should be the one talking crap about the city, and he should be the one defending it because he's from there. It was, it was like the weirdest yes. thing. I, I kind of like, yeah, it just it, like hit me mid-argument. I'm like, dude, why am I defending your area? This is, <laughs> this makes no sense, but. He's it, like, it's not the shame out here anymore, bro. You don't understand. <laughs> 
Yeah, it, it it always gets me when like some people just get stuck in like these eras of hardcore, and and I get it. There's you know um, obviously good music from every era, but it doesn't stop there. So it, it always just blows my mind when I run into these people that. Well, okay, like okay, to give I don't I don't know your friend. Maybe mm-hmm. he's like a long time New Yorker because I know there's like uh, there are some people in New York who may have like a bad taste in their mouth because like you know a lot like the city has changed in the like in like 30 the past 30 years you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and it's 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 not like the manhattan is not what it it once was in terms of like punk rock Mm -hmm. but like i will say all of that's moved to for the most part brooklyn you know what i mean which like i'm not saying brooklyn's the same obviously even brooklyn is completely different than it was but like there's still there's still some rawness left you know what i mean yeah, hundred percent. I I don't think that it, just it, goes it away. It ain't, it ain't it ain't completely lost. Yeah, you you if you're not paying attention, like obviously you got to go and dig for that shit because uh, there's obviously still people out there who care and will keep that stuff alive. But to just kind of stay at like you know your weird time period and just I'm um, kind of just throw a blanket. Uh, you know everything passes sucks. It's just like yeah, you're not really gonna get anywhere. Uh, you you got to actually go out and participate and you know seek out these newer bands and go be active in the scene to experience that stuff. Yeah. Also, that's the thing about hardcore is like, yo, if you think something sucks, you're entitled to that opinion. Mm-hmm. It's also up to you to change that. Hundred percent. Because like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because if they're like, for him, uh, I I know that you know he he loves hardcore, but it's just like uh, I I know there's current bands out there that will fit his uh, you know his taste. He just doesn't want to accept that they're out there. If that makes sense. It's also like if if you think hardcore sucks that's just as much on you as it is everyone else. Yeah. Cause there's somebody, there's bands from like, you know, all different parts of the world that uh, are playing styles that um, you like, you probably just don't know about it. 100%. Okay. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to hearing, uh, you know, more uh, coming out of the reaction camp, you know, I'm hopefully see more shows in the future. Cause you know, things are getting busy. Obviously, uh, you know, the core clientele I've posted about that, um, was it uh, Dead Heat, Mind Force, and oh, what was the other one? Why can't I think of it? Was it Regulate? Regulate Southern Band, yeah. Yeah, uh, doing those string of shows, which is uh, super awesome for, for the East Coast. So I'm, I'm just happy to see, uh, you know, things getting busy out there. Yeah, man, and especially in New York City, you know, things are, they like the restrictions are beginning to loosen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And did you leave for the, the, the whole quarantine or were you just gone for the beginning? So I was here in in sugarland texas where i'm from i was here for about i want to say four months okay yeah from from end of march whenever you know all that began till i think we got back to new york late june oh wow okay so yeah about four four months and going back to new york were you uh, nervous at all because uh you know it, it was pretty bad out there at one point um uh i mean i didn't i wasn't working mm. so there like there's nothing to really look forward to be nervous about you know what i'm saying like it's not like i was go, like i was i wasn't like be exposing myself to covid because i wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. you were actually quarantining so, like, right right like and like I, I mean i did go out like a little bit like i like i i was hanging out with friends personally like everyone mm-hmm. you know maybe some people didn't feel comfortable with that and that's fine. But like I was either in my apartment or in a friend's apartment. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, during which is like, that's it. So like, I, there was I personally didn't feel nervous. I mean, I'm not a nervous person generally speaking, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't doing anything that I could even be nervous about. Yeah, you're just trying to you know just kind of get now. Once it. I started working again, I at first I was a little nervous, and that felt weird. Just walking around the city, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. there's like there was hardly anyone out. Yeah, but. Now, now everything's, you know, I think everyone's starting to, if you haven't, if you haven't, you know, become more at ease at this point, like hopefully, you know, you're starting to. Yeah. It's a whole different world over here in California. Today's the first day. Yeah. 100%. Where uh, they lifted restrictions. Like um, uh, it, it was weird because now I'm seeing signs where it's like uh, if you're vaccinated, like you don't have to wear a mask. And um, if you aren't, you have to wear a mask. And you, it's, it's basically like I'm um, self-assessing. Um, but they're going to roll out with some like verification system at some point. They mentioned there's like some electronic thing, but uh, honestly, it, it, it's a little uh, strange because people are so much more happy. That's the vibe that I'm getting because it's like cool, like uh, less restrictions, um, restrictions on all these businesses. Um, the economy can hopefully bounce back at some point. Uh, you know, we're not really being forced to wear masks anymore, and it just seems like everybody's just like so happy that we finally got to this magical date, and uh, things just seem to be kind of going back to the way that people actually want. Right. And like, there was definitely going to come a time when I feel like, especially with like booking hardcore shows, Mm -hmm. that the floodgates were going to just open. Oh, yeah. And I think we're kind of seeing that right now. Like, like, it's going to, we're going to be, have a jam packed, like, you know, summer, fall. Oh, yeah. The things that I'm hearing about and the stuff that's already out there. It's just crazy, and it's kind of cool because I'm like, all right, cool. Now I, I get to see all these bands and people that I've been wanting to see for over a year, and they're finally going to be able to make it out. Uh, obviously, we're in a better place, uh, uh, you know, than we were last year. So it, it, it's super cool to see, and I, I'm just happy that uh, things are kind of you know trucking along when it comes to the, the hardcore scene. Yeah, and I, I'm excited at the possibilities, you know. Yeah, and shout out. And I know a lot of people, uh, you know, were upset with the the Madball show, but I feel like they're the ones that really pushed this whole thing forward. I, I don't know if it was just timing. I, I agree, man. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was, it was crazy because you know the Madball show happened, and then we had the crazy thing out in L.A., and then a couple weeks later, were, were um, you at that? I was. Yeah, it was crazy. Man, that looked so crazy, dude. They're releasing a video um and tomorrow. Uh, uh, section hate. So I'm I'm stoked to, to uh, watch Dude. that and kind of relive it through that video. It was a wild night. Yeah, that's not like I will definitely. That sounds fucking sick. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it, it, it's really cool that things are you know things are happening. It's just so many shows, right? So, so many tours have been announced, and I, I um you know these fests are uh, you know some of these fests are coming back uh you know this year and even early next year so it's uh it's just a really cool thing and a real really cool place um for us to be in because there's uh you know think about all the music that came out in 2020 and even right here in early 2021 it's just like damn there's so much stuff that i can't wait to see live i honestly yeah i feel like this we're kind of in a pressure cooker situation where like there's all of this stuff compounding on each other and so when there is finally the point where it's like released it's gonna be nuclear you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious. Do you know when your first like you know show is going to be, or, or like that you're attending as a guest, not playing? Uh, that I'm attending. I mean, I think that that Raw Brigade Combust. I think Life's Question is playing. They're doing a show in Brooklyn 
okay pretty soon like in july oh wow okay so it was just a couple weeks away yeah i'm not exactly i'm not i should know the date Mm -hmm. because i should i should i should be on top of that but that is a show i will 100 percent be at i think that's the first one okay oh yeah that's i saw i saw there was a show in philly Mm -hmm. and like new york is only like two hours away from that maybe if i can find a ride i might i might hop out to philly yeah because i'm yo i'm fiending you know what i mean i'll i'll, I'll drive mm-hmm. yeah i'm 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 definitely uh, curious to see what things are going to be like because uh right now i'm, I'm trying to think the, the i'm not sure if anything's really popping off down here in july because i know for a fact i'm seeing a turnstile in august the turnstile show me the body never ending game that's rolling Dude, through here yeah. that's going to be insane but that'll be epic yeah but it's, it's it's just fun to be able to know that okay cool ha- have some shows lined up again like something else to look forward to because obviously uh not complaining about my life i uh, you know try to have as much fun in, as possible i have cool hobbies and whatever but it's just cool to kind of just add going to shows back to that mix i mean dude for all of us like diehards you know like it's a part of our life yeah and so for- I, like i don't i don't i don't i don't you know we're all fucking excited yeah, because never in my entire life would I have thought that shows would be put on pause, right? Because it's like going to shows was just a regular thing, right? And a couple of shows happening uh, every week, tours rolling through, you know, record releases, um, you know, throughout the year, and then just out of nowhere, everybody has a hit pause, and it was just like the strangest thing. So I'm just happy yeah, to, to be able to uh, definitely, definitely know not to take it for granted anymore. Yeah, hundred percent, because it's just like this isn't guaranteed right i feel like i was all, like another big eye opener for the entire scene because I, I felt like um these uh you know th- these motions okay uh these shows and tours uh, it, it just felt so normal uh, people didn't realize like okay there's actually like you know hard work that goes into it and that none of this is actually guaranteed so when we get put in this pandemic situation and everything gets put on pause because there's like serious stuff going on in the world and it's just like holy shit like this isn't guaranteed like we got to appreciate this because uh, when it got put on pause and you know nobody really knew that that last show that they went to wasn't going to be the last show for a long time it definitely changed everybody's tune yeah i mean definitely and i mean i don't know if you want to if you want to get to this right now but even like writing ikulu songs for this record you know all of these tracks were like written thinking about the live show you know thinking about how it's going to translate how how it would look like in even a currently like oh how would this song play with the old songs you know what i mean like mm-hmm. live and i'm not very like good at thinking about i don't really write songs thinking about how it will sound recorded i think about how it will sound live and okay. so like it's kind of funny because there was a minute a, i mean a good long time when i was like dang may never play these live that is a crazy so yeah i mean maybe never would be too extreme but even for like a good i was like damn like i wrote these to play live and like that might not happen for god knows how long like that's that that really made me like i was like whenever i fucking can i am playing like it made me realize how important that was to me even more than it did already 
Mm-hmm. And if, if I'm being honest, uh, the last time I had you on the podcast and I had asked you about uh, new music and you just kind of mentioned, I'm, I'm trying to like, you know, paraphrase from that long conversation. Um, uh, you'd mentioned that you were just kind of, you guys were going to take your time writing, right? And it was going to um, happen when it happens. So I was honestly yeah. expecting for you guys to kind of, kind of be tucked away for a little longer. So I, I'm curious, I, did this uh, whole pandemic situation kind of, um, you know, since you had so much free time, we all had free time. Did it kind of open up the opportunity for you to actually sit down and write this record and kind of um, push you towards that instead of um, kind of just waiting and kind of doing it when you could? Definitely. Yes. I mean, I not yes, but I was also grinding hard before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Like I'm talking like going to the pra- our practice space for hours several times a week oh wow and for a long time the 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 the, the wheels were spinning but but there was nothing really coming out i was like damn i kind of have writer's block yeah it wasn't even writer's block i was just writing stuff that i didn't think was good you know what i mean interesting you know i i follow you on um, instagram obviously and i would see uh playing your guitar, playing all these songs, um, you know, in your story. And I was like, I wonder if any of this is like, you know, actually contributing to the new record, if this is just practice or if he's just, you know, playing just to play. So I'm, I'm, I'm here's like, when did the writing actually start for the latest record? Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> some of it like, okay, we re-recorded Half Alive, for example. Mm-hmm. And there's like a whole added instrumental, like kind of intro to the song that was like I, it's funny because we recorded that half alive ep thing and a week later i texted everyone and i was like yo i just thought of an amazing intro for the song but we had already recorded it mm-hmm. so i was like oh it pains me that that wasn't recorded so in that that was written like a like you know a week after we recorded that but like in terms of an entire song, I remember like pretty soon after the Half Alive EP came out, I wrote the song, the track Proven Wrong on like the main, like beginning part of the track. I wrote that while I was dog sitting actually on an acoustic guitar. That's wild. So it, uh, there was, there was like a pretty, there was, there's a couple periods where like a lot of it was written. A lot of it was written right after Half Alive came out. Mm-hmm. And there was like a pretty productive like couple months of writing. Then there was like a year and a half where I was writing and everything that I wrote, I hated. Everything. So there was like maybe two or three tracks I wrote for Ikulu like in March of 2000. What was the 18 when that came out? And then there was no new songs written for like a year and a half. And then one day, Pick Your Fight came out of like a writing session, and I was back. And then COVID happened, and I sat down, did nothing all day, every day here in Texas, but play guitar, really. And the, whole, the record got finished because I had nothing. I, I, I really spent, that's all I did for like probably six months. That's wild. And those um, songs that you wrote that you mentioned that you hated, did any of them kind of, uh, you know, make it to the record? Did you change your mind on any of those or were those, uh, you know, just kind of, all right, I actually hate those. I don't want to use any of that. 
I mean, that's kind of my writing style is I'll write a bunch of songs and throw almost all of them away. So like, it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're chipping away at the sculpture and then you have the big rock at first. And then most of the rock by the end of it is gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I had all these songs, but then there's the whole, there's the, there's the editing process. And then, and, and maybe I write, let's say I write like a four minute song. Maybe there's like one section in that song. And I'm like, that's what I really like. You know what I mean? Everything around that I don't like. So let's extrapolate that. And maybe that can build into like a, a, a whole, maybe that can inspire another different song. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. You're like taking these parts that you actually like, um, you know, from things that you uh, kind of hate and just, you try to make the the best of it and kind of grow into something that you actually will um, like in whole. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then also the last song, World of Uncertainty, um, me and Cheddar, the other guitar player, we sat down like maybe two weeks before our studio time was booked and we're like, we need a, an epic closing track. And we just, we wrote that one together in like a couple hours. That's awesome. That's crazy. That Come- was, that was so much fun because usually it's me alone in a room writing riffs and Mm -hmm. then i and then i take it to everyone else and they give feedback then but that was the first time i'd written like you know instant feedback with someone and we're bouncing off of each other you know what i'm saying yeah do you like that process better or do you like the you know being alone and kind of just coming up with stuff both have their merits i kind of want to try doing like maybe like let's say i write a song and there's like one idea in that song taking that idea to like to cheddar and being like, he could probably hear that idea and hear maybe something completely different than what I hear and turn it into something way sicker. Yeah, hundred percent. That was one thing I was going to ask because you have these songs that you or these riffs that you come up with that you you kind of hate. Are there any like you know checks and balances before you throw them away? Like, do you reach out and be like, hey, like here's some stuff that I hate. Maybe do you guys uh, think any of this uh, will work, or do you just kind of keep that um, to yourself? No. I- I take it, I keep it to myself because if they say they love it, mm-hmm. I couldn't live with putting it out because I don't like it. Interesting. Okay, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So if they're like, well, we want to use this, I don't want to like <laughs> endorse something I don't like. Yeah, that's interesting. And now I'm just wondering, like, man, like, what if you've thrown away some gems? You know, obviously, um, we all hear stuff different. So now it, it just got me curious. Like, I, I wish I could, like, you know, go through your graveyard of, you know, riffs that you've thrown away. Dude, some of them are probably good, but also some of them are fun. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'll get convinced. Like, okay, there was one point in the in during quarantine when I was in Texas when I I got on a huge Pantera kick. Okay, I was obsessed with Pantera for like a few weeks, which in quarantine, you know, was a lifetime. Yeah, and um, so there's a few weeks when I was like, "Cool, needs to sound like Pantera." Like that's the move, <laughs> and so I wrote all these songs that sound like Pantera, but most of them, like now after listening back, like I sent them to the band and everything, and they were like, I don't know, and I was like, ah, oh, they don't get it. But then listening back now, I'm like, okay, these are hilarious. Like it's definitely not. I mean, I still love Pantera, but it's not our vibe. But but I will say, if you listen closely, there is some Pantera influence, especially on the last track. Okay, yeah. Now I'm, I'm going to go back and kind of have that um, in mind and uh, see if I can actually hear it. 
yeah you, you'll be able to hear it for sure okay well that that, that is interesting uh, that you you got on these tangents when you're out there in uh, texas and when you went back to texas during the quarantine was that just to, to visit family or just to kind of clear your head from new york since it was kind of hectic out there well yeah so my my parents are still out here and my brothers are still um living at home and so like my bedroom is still here back from when i used to live here okay so they were like they're like i was like i'm not working and they're like well come stay with us rather than stay in your shitty new york apartment so i did it was it was definitely the right move for sure because because i'm also super close with my family too so it's Mm -hmm. probably you know like like all the brothers back at the house again is like you know a very rare thing that i wanted to i'm glad that i got to take advantage of hell yeah man i i feel like as uh i've gotten older i appreciate family time way more because obviously being like an angsty teenager like all i want to do is like you know go out and be with my friends i'm sick of seeing my family whatever but it's just like as yeah. uh, as you kind of get older i don't know maybe it's just like uh, your perspective changes and you kind of realize like oh shit these are like you know my my, my my family like people who like you know love me unconditionally and have always been there for me like i uh and i realize how precious time is so it's just like any opportunity i can get now it's just like yeah like i'll go down uh spend time with my mom and my dad and uh, you know see whoever else is in town see like my cousins or whatever and it, it means uh honestly it probably means way more to me than they actually realize just because like i'm the only one who's like moved away like all my like immediate family yeah, is staying back home so it's just like whenever i get that chance to go back i'm just like yo like who's in town like let's get food like i want to see as much of you guys as i can because uh you know i'm out there and I'm, I'm not that far away from home but it just um it, even though like i'm not that far away it's like a whole different world so it's just like it, it's crazy yeah part of me I, i've definitely done a 180 in that way too and like part of me wonders i'm like because my brothers have lived like they they they've you know lived in the houston area mm-hmm. even even like as they've gotten older but me i was like you know i turned 18 and i i, I was moved i moved out of the the state yeah and so i'm like i'm part of me wonders i'm like did they do they like they don't really know what like you don't know what you got until it's gone kind of thing and the, granted my think like, it's not gone but it's like you don't know what it's like until you're really missing it 100 percent. like when growing up i i was i had the mindset like yo like i gotta get out of here um you know it's gonna be so much cooler when i move away uh and then i get older and like one of my best friends nate he still lives back home and uh him and i talk all the time and i just, I just kind of i kind of hit this point where i realized like wow like i didn't really have to move away to uh, enjoy like all these things that i enjoy now right uh, maybe it's, uh you know technology yeah. is different now versus back then but uh, i i had like all these like we- like weird expectations on like moving away but then as you go through the motions of life you realize like holy shit it's like not that different wherever you go uh and i'm just like man what well, maybe i should have just stayed home uh who knows but whatever <laughs> like I, i'm i'm happy now i i love orange county but um back when i was a kid i was like i was like if i don't move out here i'm gonna like hate my life but it's just like i don't think <laughs> yeah i don't think i really would have if i would if i would have ended up staying you know dude no I, I i'm in the same ballpark man i i feel the same exact way but but it, it is nice though. at least you've gotten to you know travel around meet a bunch of people and uh you know you're we're at where we are where we're at um and it's just like whatever we gotta just accept it and it's fine like i, I have no complaints I, I i enjoy it it's, it's awesome out here yeah i mean I, i'm not complaining and so, and that's why like that was one good thing about i mean like as as much we could obviously go down the like endless list of 
shitty things about this past year and a half, mm-hmm. but that was one good thing for me. Hundred percent. So I'm, I, you know, I'm holding on to that. Yeah, that, that's awesome, and I'm happy to hear that. Um, but going back to the record, uh, a couple of things. Uh, the the cover art. Um, do you know who did that? Yeah, Chris, our singer, did that. Oh wow, uh, Chris! Chris did the layout for the entire record. Okay, all in house. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and because you know, he's Chris is an amazing artist. Yeah, and I, so like he he almost needs like to do it all because it's he has a vision for it. Like mm-hmm. beyond, like the music is just one part of the vision for Chris. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Like I'm a fan of his work. I, I know. Uh, a lot of people in bands that have uh, you know contacted him and worked with him. So I've, I've definitely seen his work. I, I think he's super talented. So um, to know that he did that, I'm just like, wow, I, I, that blows me away because I had no idea and it makes me like it even more now. Dude, yeah. I mean, being in a band with him is like the best thing of all time because <laughs> for so many reasons, like, yes, it's it, we're lucky, you know? Mm-hmm. And the guy on the cover, that's not the Sandman or is that? That's just, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to call it. Maybe Chris would have a better way to answer that. Like maybe the just the Akulu demon. I don't know. Okay. The Sandman maybe probably has multiple meanings. Interesting. Okay. That's a good question though. Yeah, I'm 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 curious, but it, it looks sick. I'm, I'm definitely uh, you know digging that art. It, it, it obviously when I'm scrolling through my Spotify or whatever, and I, I see that, I was like, okay, that's uh, it has to be a sick record. Yeah, and, and I, I do think that like the Sandman and like elements of that art, like the passing of time and like life and death mm-hmm. are some, are some like, you know, some, I guess, motifs in the record as well as on the artwork. And I think that that is probably heavily influenced by this past year and a half. Yeah. You, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, time moving weird in the pandemic and it is, it, it's true. Like things at one point just seemed to be moving really slow. But then I felt like towards the end of 2020, things just started moving really fast because, you know, we saw 2021 on the horizon and we were all just so ready to get out of 2021. So it, it was an interesting time. Yeah. I mean, like when it turned 2021, like I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Jesus, you know what I mean? No, I, I, I totally get it. Like I, I was so surprised. I'm like, okay, we're going into this new year. This is like the, kind of like the goal post where we all wanted to get to, but we're still in the same situation, right? Like back in January, things weren't as good as they are now. So I, I'm like happy that, um, you know, obviously uh, we're in 2021 and we're here at this point now where, uh, you know, things are starting to, you know, the restrictions are lifting off and things are getting way better. Yeah, I, I'm with it. Okay. I agree. Uh, and uh, another thing with the record, uh, it, it came out on uh, Cash Only Records. Um, uh, you Cash know, Only Records. I'm, I'm curious about that. How did that come about and um, who's involved with that? So Cash Only Records is um, the, the, the main team. The, the people at the helm is um, myself, Chandler Mercer, who has been you know he, he's an illusion so that's that's the most direct connection mm-hmm. and then uh mike ralston the drummer for ikulu and illusion and um those are the three of us that are, are kind of like running the ship but man like so many people have helped us out like you know chris helped us out with a bunch of stuff obviously um our boy freddie like he's done like all like a bunch of the logo stuff for us. Like my friend Lexi, she helped me out like designing some stuff. 
and uh like like everyone's like all we're so lucky to have like so many talented friends and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do it is because like we're like we have such a sick circle you know what i mean it's like let's let's fucking showcase this and like like everyone wants to be creative let's let's be let's be creative you know what i mean yeah no i i love that people because uh, and not to knock any like the other labels out there, but I, I think it is cool when uh, people are like, all right, like let's try to be like a little more self sufficient and just do everything in house. Because uh, you know, there's so many people who are, are so capable of doing something like running a label, and um, you tapping into your circle to get everything done. I, I think that's super awesome. Yeah, man, and it's it's super exciting. And but in terms of like the kind of origin story behind it is like, you know, Akulu obviously has been like preparing, writing, conceptualizing this, this LP for a good amount of time now. And, you know, we've, we had always talked about like labels and we were very lucky that, you know, Sam from triple B has been helping us out like from very early stages of the band. Mm -hmm. And he was completely on board with doing it. And um, at a certain point we just decided like, we should because we're like I, I like what you said like so many people are so capable there was no like the only reason to not do it was we were afraid that people wouldn't know about it you know what i mean because sam with triple b and like even like most of the other bigger hardcore labels like have such an a wide reach have such a network mm-hmm. and and you know we were afraid that if we put it out ourselves that people wouldn't know about it. And um, eventually we decided, fuck it. We want to play shows and that will spread the word. And so we did it. We just said, fuck it. Let's do it ourselves. And I, I, I have to shout out Sam Triple B like over and over again because, you know, like he's been so helpful to us and like giving us a lot of tips answering all my questions i'm like how do i do this how do i do that you know like what are these forms i have to fill out with the pressing plant and he like he's helping us out so big time even so much as buying some of the records to like sell through his website too that's awesome and so yeah man like it's like the moment we started telling everyone like everyone was instantly supportive and we knew it was the right move yeah i I feel like it um, is awesome that you're able to have the uh, uh, cool release on uh cash only because to obviously the band's really popular right worldwide you guys have uh, played all over uh your guys's fan base is there so i I feel like that was a good platform uh for the label because like okay cool like um the the band has notoriety like let's um you know uh, put it out on this new label and try to build from there and kind of raise the awareness because obviously it it is hard to start something brand new from scratch and to get people to be on board because it's um you know people are always scared to check out new stuff right it it takes a while for people to want to jump on uh, you know, yeah. before it gets cool. So I, I think it's awesome that you guys, uh, you know, took that step and were able to have, uh, you know, great people, um, to be able to help you guys out to get to the point where you're at now. I, I think it's super sick. Dude. Thank you, man. And we're all, we're all super psyched on how it came out for sure. Like it, it's, it works, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we're, we're psyched and like we moved the fucking records and somehow they fucking sold out in a day. 
well i just that so. speaks to to i feel like that speaks to you know the, the band that you guys have been solid through and through from the the beginning to now when it comes to the the music right and also you know the, the live shows I, I just feel like um you know you guys are just like super solid and people you know i'm um, showed you guys that they actually care and um, love the music to you know, be able to sell that out or right away yeah man it's it's incredible like it's it's fucking awesome man it's it's sick as fuck <laughs> like just that's straight up no 100 percent. i i can't imagine like you know you um obviously taking that that big step to, to do this and to just see that success um on your own i, I think that's like you know super awesome yeah and, and right now it's just a kulu but cash mm. only you know we've got more we've got stuff in the pipeline there's more coming that was be my next question because when I read the name Cash Only Records, it, it doesn't sound like a hardcore label, and you know th- that's not a bad thing. So I, I think that's uh, you know a, a pretty interesting name. But where does that come from? Cash Only, it, it's I don't know where it comes from. I mean, Mike came up with the name, okay, and we thought it was funny. And <laughs> we like it's, it, it. It ended up what happened is we we all decided we're starting a label, and then we're like, okay, well we have to name it now. So we all came. And like met up and had like maybe like four names each mm-hmm. and then we just like kind of kept eliminating ones until we honed in on like cash only and like maybe a couple of other names and cash only just made us laugh man it's just funny and like ultimately like people will either think it's cool and funny and get it or they won't like it but guess what even if you don't like it you're remembering that you had you're remembering the name Hundred percent. It rolls off the tongue. I'm. I. I think it's uh, fine. I. I don't mind it. I, I think it sounds cool. There you go. I love it. Okay. And um, you. You just mentioned that there are other things coming down the pipeline. Uh, it's just like, uh, are you guys like accept like accepting demos from um, bands, or are you just kind of um picking and choosing on your own? Dude, for sure. Like we wanna, we wanna put out bands from like all over the world. You know, forget forget just the country or just New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because even our taste in, in music and and in, in not even just in hardcore, but like all over. Like we we obviously Akulu sounds like a New York hardcore type band, but that's not that's not all we like. You know, we like all sort of like we like deep beat music. We like you know like melodic shit. We like all different types of stuff. And so I want I want the sound of cash only records to be wide ranging and and the stuff we're working on right now, like we're, we're hopefully can be announced, you know, soon because these pressing plants have a fucking insanely long turnaround. Hopefully people are, are, are going to start to kind of piece together like what cash only is really about. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, and obviously like, I uh, like being around uh, hardcore for um, as long as we've been, um, you see these record labels come and go. So um, how can you set yourself apart and make sure that you guys are actually in this for the long haul? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. And, and, and honestly, if I'm being 100 percent honest, I don't even know if we really know what cash only records is at this point. You mm-hmm. know, we're just we're we're you probably know just as much about that as i do and that's that's right now there's a big question mark there and it's like we have a couple things we're working on i can say i can say with certainty that there will be an illusion lp on cash only records okay hell yeah that's one thing that that's one thing that's for certain and so like we will be putting out our own bands i love it so who knows where like there's a bit like beyond that 
I don't know. And I'm excited to find out. Okay. When I, I, I look at a label and uh, obviously it's like, uh, and I'm, I, I know these things, uh, there's like a lot of moving pieces behind the scenes, but for, for me, just being a fan, I always like to dream up like, okay, cool. There's this label. Somehow they managed to build an awesome roster. Now, uh, what I would love to see is like maybe like a showcase or a tour or, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, fest. Um, is that something you would like to do in the future or are you just trying to, you know, keep these things, uh, you know, separate? Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it all. Give me it all. You know, maybe like a couple years down the line, once, once, you know, there's a, there's a, a, a good team mm-hmm. of bands. We can do, we can throw something, a little party. You know what I'm saying? A little celebration. Okay. Well, damn, this is definitely exciting because obviously, um, you know, when a new label pops up and especially for a, a label like yours to have the kind of band like Ikulu on there with that kind of, um, you know, uh, I, I say power, but just with like that kind of, you know, popularity and just uh, being like such a solid band, it, 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 it's definitely making waves, right? Like people are, um, I feel like people are definitely aware, especially with like, you know, all the, um, you know, colorways, um, you know, selling out for the record. And I'm, um, you know, people I'm um, promoting it on social media. So it, 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 it's, it's um, really awesome to see. And I'm, I'm really interested to see how things progress for you guys down the road. Dude, fucking same. And, and the, all, everything else we're working on right now is I, 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 yo, I can promise you it's fucking sick. And I wish I could say everything right now. But these pressing plants are fucking us because yeah. I take so long. Yeah. But um, is there- it's going to be it's. It's going to be fucking everyone. Everyone's going to be excited. I, I can promise you. Okay, and I, I hear that from a lot of people, right? Um, you know, the, the pressing plan is backed up. Uh, sorry that the record got announced now, but it's not going to be out till you know half a year later. Um, is is there a way to like resolve that? Can somebody open up a plant in, in the states and not have to go like you know I- international? Is that possible? Because well, I'm funny clueless. You say that. It's funny you say that because that's kind of what I'm researching right now. Oh. I, I, I just I, I just literally right before you and I started talking today, mm-hmm. that's what I was that's what I was doing. I was like emailing American plants and I- even seeing if there's like a possibility of like paying a little extra to make a rush order happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just 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 that there's got to be a better solution, right? There has to be. I would like to think so, because when you think about because uh, because I've asked around, right, and people are like, oh, yeah, there's only like one or two pressing plants that do all this. And I'm like, are you like really in the entire world for like everybody that presses vinyl? That just doesn't sound right to me. There's there's some smaller ones that do smaller runs, mm-hmm. which that's which like, yo, even at like a thousand records, like to me, that's a lot. But like that is a small run compared to like how many ever fucking records the white stripes are making you know what i mean true yeah different scale so like right and so I, i'm kind of trying to t- find hey if anyone fucking knows hit me up please connor jones on instagram yeah i want to know if there's a solution let's let's figure this out for the entire community right so like even like other labels other bands who are in that same position as um, you guys are like yeah let's try to fix this for everybody yeah and also i think my understanding of how like it works is there's like a couple of plants in europe specifically but then there's a bunch of companies that are middlemen for the plants and so even if you're hitting up different companies Mm -hmm. they might be using the same factory yeah as other ones okay so it's like it's confusing and stupid yeah it's 
it's like definitely absurd when i think about like okay uh there's a backup so things get pushed back like you know six months i'm like holy shit like why does it take that long and how does it get backed up that far it's it's stupid (laughs) that's that's all i can really say is it's it makes no sense okay well i i i hope at some point maybe there's a solution or things get back on track and they figure out ways to not get so backed up. So records can just come out in a more timely manner for everybody. Cause, cause it definitely is hard to plan that far in advance. Right. It's like, okay, like we, we know the music's done. We're going to have like this kind of rollout, but we just got to hope that things move on time over there. So we don't get backed up with our plans. It, it's it's kind of whack that like when you get to that point, it's kind of out of your hands. Cause like you can have this whole thing planned, but you know, one little hiccup, the plan gets backed up and then your plans are just kind of uh, screwed. They're all thrown off. Right. And thankfully, thankfully they gave us like a rough date of when the records would be done. Mm-hmm. And luckily there, that was correct. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, there was no unforeseen circumstances that pushed it back even further because that would have been so frustrating. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in that similar situation, but not with records, but with um, pants. I, I got honey dicked and ordered some pants from like an Instagram ad. And I feel like such a sucker right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I read all these review, uh, these reviews and maybe they're fake now that I'm thinking about it. But like, yeah, the best pants ever. So I'm like, all right, I'm in the market for new pants. Let me try something new. Right. So I, I, I buy these pants and. Uh, you know, three to five business days shipped. Um, you know, I'm like, all right, cool, not a big deal. They're out of Alhambra, which isn't that it's not that far from where I am. I could literally drive there in like 30 minutes, and yeah, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'll expect my pants in a couple of days, not a big deal. And then like, uh, two weeks go by, and I'm like, man, where are my pants at? And like, normally, like, I'm not impatient, right? But when it said three to five business days, not and it's not that far away, I, I get a little curious. So I I reached out, and they're like, oh um uh because of COVID 19 like we're, we're sorry like we'll send it out right away so they sent like you know the uh the tracking info to the post office right so that they updated it and, and they try to trick me they're like, oh yeah it, like, like go look it, it's updated i'm like yeah it's updated with the information but it hasn't left alhambra it's still sitting there it says right uh, the, <laughs> the post office is saying that it's still waiting for the item so i'm just like okay i was like i don't care at this point the pants will get here when they get here if they're good cool maybe they're worth waiting for if not maybe i'm just out you know, whatever. I have a random pair of pants. So did, did yeah. they get there yet? No, it's uh, they're supposed to be <laughs> they're supposed to be here June fourth, right? And we're what uh, it's uh, you know about like a well, week later. Yeah, so I'm just kind of like, all right, whatever. They'll get here when the uh, I, like the excitement for them it, it's gone. I don't even care at this point. I, I've moved on, yeah. right? So yeah, well, that's I'll, funny, man. Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. But um, hopefully. Um, for you guys, uh, that those dates don't change, and you guys actually get the records, um, excuse me, the, the records in on time. Yeah, and hopefully we can find something new if there is. Hell yeah! But yeah, all of that—that's the only shitty thing about the label stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So well. I mean, we have we haven't started shipping yet. That'll we're handling all that ourselves too, and so that'll be. It'll be interesting to say the least, yeah. but I, I, we're we're happy to do it. A new venture, you guys get to experience all this stuff, and uh, I, I think it, it, it's interesting to be able to see where people are from around the world, and you know who's um, actually buying your stuff, and you know, kind of realizing, oh shit, like we have people supporting us in like these different parts yeah. of the world that you probably never even thought of, dude, for sure. And like, especially moving forward, I'd love to like get the record out like like some to like stores in like different parts of the world and stuff like that that's my dream you know what i mean that's what like 
down the line, I'd love to be able to make happen. Hell yeah. Well, you know, I don't see that, you know, being a problem with, um, you know, the, the, your current band, because obviously, like I said before, um, everything you put out so far, in my opinion, has been solid. And obviously a lot of people feel the same way because you know, the record sold out. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that happen for you guys in the future. Dude, thank you, man. It's going to be exciting. Um, going back to the record, I, I was curious, uh, do you know how you guys decided on the first single? Um, yeah, I mean, so we recorded all the tracks and we were just, you know, we, we had a track list in mind and we made a track list and we were just kind of sitting and like, you know, just kind of thinking about the tracks and the songs. And that one is just so straightforward and it's so pick your fight the song we released before mm -hmm. it's so straightforward but it's also like we haven't really done a song like that before like that's that straightforward you know hc mm -hmm. and so i was like this is a cool track because people it fucking has like dope parts it's like good you know what i'm saying it's one of my favorite songs on the record but it's also like slightly it's like a little bit of a new flavor yeah, I, and I'm sure people were definitely into that, hearing like a, a little bit of, like a, of a different side of you guys. Yeah, man, especially it's just like it's to the punch, like or, or a quick punch to the point. Mm -hmm. And and so, yeah, that that was we all we all pretty much knew mm -hmm. like with the, we all we all agreed that that would be the single. Like that wasn't that wasn't like a hard decision for us. And the day that you guys dropped that single, there was like a ton of other awesome music that dropped. Was there a specific reason why you picked that day? Well, okay. So it's funny you say that because to go back to like the pressing plant stuff for a mm -hmm. little bit, I mean, not to, we could talk about that forever, but they were like, Hey, records will probably be done sometime in June. <laughs> this was in like January. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, let's point at a calendar and just pick a date to put the record out. And like, that's what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Just like make a decision. So we were like, all right, record will come out this day, a week before we'll put out a single and announce it. Interesting. And just so happens on that day, everybody else decided to you know drop singles, which was cool. Cause like the whole like, you know, community, everybody was like, holy shit, like so much awesome music in one day. This is crazy. Dude. Yeah. It was definitely like, you know, it was like the return of hardcore. <laughs> Yeah, which, which was crazy, which was, uh, you know, bands from, you know, all over the United States just dropping stuff. So it, it was definitely a, a busy day just seeing so much shit. I, I was I was caught off guard. So I'm like, holy crap, like everybody's dropping today. Like I got to find time to actually sit down and take it in and actually try to like absorb this and, uh, you know, actually listen to it. Yeah, it's probably overwhelming for some people. And like, yeah, I hope we didn't step on anyone's toes. You know what I'm saying? But I think I think if anything, maybe could be wrong i think it maybe helped each other it maybe benefited everyone because it got it gets everyone excited about what's to come 100 and it just shows that like these awesome bands like um, you guys dead heat are out there um you know still working hard and still uh, you know trying to um, stay busy and you know uh, put out new music and you know keep everybody stoked on what's going on yeah 100 man shout out to dead heat yeah great band um, okay. And we're just a couple days removed from the um, record coming out. Um, you know, how are you feeling? How's the reception been for you personally? People are digging it, right? I mean, from, from people in my circle have been giving me good feedback and mm -hmm. they, you know, they've been giving me praise and 
you know, I'm happy. I like the way it came out, which is all that really matters. And I'm proud of it, man. Like we put a lot of time into it between actually writing it and between the label stuff. And so I, I, I really do think once we start shipping these out and people get them, like we, we did put a lot of time into this, like the physical product as well. Mm-hmm. And so anyone, anyone who, you know, does have a record, I hope, I hope they can, they can really dig everything that went into it and, you know, the layouts, the artwork and everything. Yeah. No, what, what I found interesting, um, you know, based off the people that I follow on social media, I actually saw like a lot of people, um, you know, who are um, involved in hardcore, but don't post a lot of hardcore content. Um, when the new record dropped, I, I saw those kind of people posting about it. I'm like, oh shit, they're actually like, you know, this is like the kind of reach that you guys are having that I'm seeing. I'm like, okay, like to, to have these people that are involved that normally don't post this kind of stuff post about that record. I'm like, all right, this is, this is interesting. And uh, I, I can see like this impact that it's having from the people that I'm following. Dude, like that's all because like, you know, everyone who's like our friends and even people that I don't know that are like that have always like, you know, supported the band in different ways. Mm-hmm. Like like the only reason it's not because of a label, you know, the, the only reason it's on their radar is because of like people sharing it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's that's why that's happening. And that's fucking cool to me. Yeah, no, I love that when I see uh, like a record um, like yours that, that came out um, unscrew my head and just to see it uh, get that kind of love and just see so many people from different social circles posting it and just being so stoked on it and it just getting out there to you know probably people that um, you know probably weren't even aware I that's the kind of shit that I love seeing yeah man same fucking same even whether it's you know when it's my band it's just icing on the cake no matter who it is that I love to see that mm-hmm Okay, so um, we're recording here on a Tuesday. This is actually coming out um, on Thursday, but um, you guys teased some news uh, that's happening on Friday. So I'm curious, is there anything you can speak about that? Yes, this is coming out this Thursday? Yes. Okay, sick. Yeah, well then, yo, tune in tomorrow. I don't know what time. I don't know if we have like a debut time, but on Friday, we were self-made a music video. That's dropping tomorrow. It's for the track, the title track, Unscrew My Head out now everywhere oh that's awesome okay interesting uh i i, I love that idea because uh, I, I always think it's special when there's a you know title track on the album so i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that because that's what I, I assumed was happening because i'm like okay th- there has to be like a video or or maybe like a cover or something but i was like all right this is uh something to look forward to on friday i i am definitely stoked for that Dude, it's gonna be it's 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 a fun video. We we made it ourselves mm-hmm. in our fucking insanely small Brooklyn closet of a practice space, and uh, we just had fucking fun, man. Like it's you know it's 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 nothing serious. It's all of us and like some of our friends having a good time with the song that's awesome i i think it's uh really important for for bands to do music videos because obviously uh you know doing the music and putting out records uh playing shows and stuff like that's a uh, pretty standard right but i it's not that common for bands to go that extra step and do these music videos and i've spoken about this before but um it, it's just something that i love to see from bands because i love spending you know ridiculous amount of hours on youtube watching uh music videos from these bands that i like so, yeah man, so, so just knowing that we're going to get one from you guys. That's cool. I'm like, all right, cool. I can add it to the list of something that I can kind of tap into and just uh, see another creative side from you guys. And so I, I, I always think it's special when bands want to do that and go out and, you know, kind of add to the art. 
do you and like you know like i i touched on this earlier but chris is such a visual person mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that's not that's not even necessarily my strong suit i i i was very excited and like you know i i mean i contributed a lot to this video but like i'm not a visual person that much and so for 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 chris you know especially like he he was like directing it with like the rest of the band and he was you know the one he did a lot almost all of the editing him and mike together did a lot of the editing and so like that's that's a part of his world is the whole visual aspect and i think i think he wants to continue to fucking do that with akulu hell yeah well that that's something that i'm uh you know uh, crossing my fingers for because I'm curious to see what this video is going to be like on Friday and um, I'm just you know definitely um, down to watch anything or uh, participate or, or try to absorb any other you know form uh, of you know art that you guys just try to add to the band because I, I, I think it's special fuck yeah dude we're excited the video is going to be sick we're, we're, we're we had fun with it it's going to be tight okay. Friday check it out tomorrow and is it like premiering anywhere specific or just on YouTube yeah, a little bit on our YouTube. Okay, hell yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that because it has me excited now, knowing that there's actually going to be a video coming out. Dude, yeah, it's going to be sick. Okay, um, can I tell you about my favorite track on the record? Dude, please share. Yeah, so I'm just uh, listening to it over and over. Uh, for some reason, um, track five, uh, "Who's in Control," that, that one just sticks out to me, and I, I just love that one. Dude. You know what? I, I love that you say that because that was one of the, like, maybe the only track that I was, like, not unsure of, but I was, like, I hope that this isn't boring. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, well, in my book, not boring. Uh, I, I, I love it. So, um, you know, with the chance and everything, it just sounds, uh, like, really cool. So I'm, I'm definitely into that. Fuck yes, dude. That makes me so happy. And that kind of puts me at ease a little bit, too. Okay. Well, I'm happy that I could do that. And uh, I had no prior knowledge to that. Um, This is just me speaking honestly. So, Yeah, man. Straight up. We haven't talked about that at all. Dude, that's funny, too, because that was a song that that was a hard, you know, code to crack. That one was. And it took a lot of there's probably a lot of different iterations of that song. And, And at times I thought about throwing it away. Oh, but wow. I love I love the the opening riff. Okay. And I had that for a long time and I just wasn't sure what to pair with it, but I think I really think that we we figured it out and you know that definitely like that's when I needed to bring in the rest of the band. I was like I have this riff but like what needs to happen after that? You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we, I I, th- I think we figured it out and I I'm happy with how it all turned out. Chris vocally on that track, man, he did a great job. Yeah, and yeah, just hearing that, um, we almost didn't get that track. No, I, I'm happy that you, uh, you know, you guys cracked that code and were able to come together and uh, make it work. Because yeah, like I said, just listening to the, to the album for some reason that one just sticks out to me. Dude, thank you, man. And, like, dude, the mid tempo, like, just like that pace. You know, it's hard for hardcore bands to do that, but if, if you can do it, then it's it always it like you know it's kind of like a seekers of the truth vibe. Yeah, I I definitely. Definitely I'm digging that, and I love that track. So, so thank you. I I appreciate you guys, you know, working at it and, and uh, you know being able to kind of flush it out and make it work. Dude, thank you. Yo, what what other song should we make a music video for? If we if we were to, should we do it for that one? 
Oh, uh, me being biased, I would love that just because, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I love that song. Um, but I am curious, uh, you know, uh, you guys had the single. Um, was there any thought to do the music video for the single or do you guys just want to move away from that and kind of showcase other songs on the record? I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't know. We haven't really talked about it that much. There was some talks about doing a music video for the last song because there's like lots of, I feel like there's lots of imagery in those lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so like there can maybe, you could, the, the imagery within the lyrics can maybe play with some like conceptual ideas visually. But, uh, but I don't know, man, we're wide open. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I I'm down for whatever you guys want to do. Like I said, um, <laughs> I like I, I feel like you guys know what you're doing when when it comes to uh, your guys's band. Uh, like I mentioned before, in my opinion, I think um, you guys have been solid from the beginning. So uh, I, I think uh, whatever you guys decide to do, um, you know, it, it'll be fine. I'm excited, and, and and hopefully, you know, there's 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 this video coming out tomorrow, and who knows, maybe we'll whip up something else. Okay. Well, definitely looking forward to it. Um, one thing I forgot to ask you about, uh, where did the idea come to release uh, that Live in London record? Yeah, so so we went to London for Damage is Done Fest mm-hmm. in 2019, in November 20, 2019, and it was fucking amazing. Like, maybe the best, could be the best show I've ever played. Like, oh, wow. It was amazing. And um, we had such a good time. And before we went, you know, Big Cheese has a live tape. That band, Big Cheese, shout out Big Cheese yeah, from great, the UK. Great band. Obsessed with Big Cheese. And they have a live tape. It's on streaming services. You should listen to it because it. besides the LP, love the fucking LP. Besides the LP, I think it might be my favorite thing they've ever put out. Okay. Because, like, dude, like, they just, they like, the songs sound so good live it's like it's crazy they're such a great live band and so i heard that and i was like kind of not jealous but i was like damn like this is fucking like this is fire and like i want to have something that's that cool and so i was thinking about it and so before we went to london i lined up i was like who yo who recorded this live tape and they're like yo pimmy our boy pimmy who is used to seeing in a violent reaction okay oh wow cool another fucking amazing band and um so i happened to know him and i hit him up and i was like yo what if i kind of just stole big cheese's idea i was like what if you recorded like a live session for us and he was like yes let's do it so he booked the studio you know he set aside time in his day and after we played london after the show the next morning we went to the studio that he had set up and we recorded a little demo tape a live demo tape mm-hmm. and uh we busted it out and then he was driving us back to where we were staying and he was like yo you know last night i recorded y'all set like on my recorder like he has like a tape recorder or something like a special i don't even know what a recording device okay and he was like check it out it came out really cool and he played it on his car stereo and it sound it's what is online now is live in london and, I, and we instantly were like, yo, this sounds so good. And uh, we, I think I ended up liking it more than like the actual studio session that we did. Yeah, I was going to ask what happened to that studio session. I mean, I have it. it it's it, it's cool. But compared to the actual live at the show, like the live at the show 
is like that's it was so high energy because you know it was a hardcore show mm-hmm. and so we, we we were like sitting on on these two things and then covid started started and i was like what if we just put this out because we're all fans of live music and we love you know like all of our favorite bands like pearl jam you know i'm a huge grateful dead fan I know a lot of the guys are big Red Hot Chili Peppers fans and like all of those bands, like they're like their live sets, you know, like like people collect their live material. And so we were like kind of into that, like we would love to integrate that into our band as well. So we're like, let's just put this out. And like if people don't want to listen to it, they don't have to. Who cares? But if they do, it's there now. Yeah. So that's and, and it was it was cool during COVID too. It's like, yo, we're still a band. We still exist. Here's here's a little something. Yeah, just kind of uh, to kind of hold us over because uh, there have been bands that just kind of disappeared, and you didn't really know who was doing what. So to to, to get that, uh, especially like right after like you know things kind of went pretty serious out here in the states, um, I, I think that was uh, you know super cool for you guys to release that. Um, you know, just to at least have something, uh, you know, new come out, you know, obviously you guys, the songs that already been released, but just to be able to have like a, a live version of it, I, I thought it was um, super awesome and it sounded cool. And I, I think it's crazy now just actually hearing the story to hear how it came about, how there's like a whole other session that you have that uh, didn't even come out. Dude, yeah, he just rec- like Tom just recorded it. He, like he didn't even tell us he was going to do it. And so he played it for us and it was like a, a surprise almost. Yeah, a, a good one, and and it has me curious too. Like, what kind of recording device did Tom use? Because it sounds good. Yeah, maybe. It was but a- also, that venue, that venue sounds really good too. Like they have they have a good sound setup. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. New Cross Inn, maybe. That's what it says on the Bandcamp. So yeah, New Cross Inn. Yeah. That that place, you know, that's classic London venue, and it sounds great. Yeah, and what also is crazy if if you think about it, like you can't really recreate that, right? Because um, what if Tom was standing in a different spot, or if somebody's amp was just a little bit low or louder, it just wouldn't have sounded <laughs> how it came out. So it's just kind of right. wild that he was able to capture that moment. Yeah, I agree. It was it it, it lined up perfect, so it had to be it had to be utilized. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad you guys. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm glad that everything just kind of worked out in, in this weird way, uh, uh, you know, with this recording that uh, Tom did that you guys didn't even know about. So that that that's super um, awesome, and uh, I think a cool story to go along with it. I agree, and I'm. This is probably the first time it's gotten told, so I'm glad that like, you know, people listening can maybe they can go back and listen to it again and dig it dig it on a different level. Hundred percent appreciate Tom's, uh, you know his his uh, sneaky work. Um, you know, not not in a bad way, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, bro, you didn't ask our permission. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, but that that, that that's super awesome. Okay, and um, I, I can't remember if I asked you about it last time, but um, going over, like you know overseas, were were you guys uh, nervous at all about like what kind of reaction you guys would get for being like a newer band? Well. I, there was part of me at first whenever they first um the first time they reached out to us about you know making that happen mm-hmm. i was a little bit like i was like dang i feel like it's a little early for us to go overseas like as a band but then again illusion went and played in europe when we only had our demo out yeah so like i had been there before and everyone that was talking to us that wanted that like we're making the shows happen are like we're good friends with them 
and so that if it wasn't people that like you know we we you know a want to hang out with we love chilling with all those people over there like we got a whole squad in the uk and like they're so all so sick and so we were just excited to you know hang out and so maybe if it was like other people that hit us up we wouldn't have been as sure but the moment they hit us up and they're like they told us the situation we were we were all in okay yeah you guys just had that cough like that confidence that okay if, if um they're hitting us up um and things are going to go well like they should because uh, people wouldn't want to reach out to some random band that um, isn't going to do well and especially if they didn't like the music right i mean also it's it's ola from quality control mm-hmm. so like she knows what she's fucking doing you know she's a professional yeah it doesn't get better than that so you know whatever if she's like it's going to be sick i believe it Hell yeah. And that's awesome that you can just, uh, you know, based off of um, her word and, and just kind of go with it. That, that That's great. And I'll say this too. Like, I, I, I don't want to like speak for them, mm-hmm. but like if they do it in the future, which like, I hope that they do, you know, if they're listening, please do damages done fest, if at all possible this year. And if like, if people are like, Oh, like I want to go chill in London for a little bit. Like if they're able to have that time, Dude, that's a fucking excuse to go. Like, it's it's probably a lot easier for people on the East Coast to get there than yeah. it is from you know Cali. But like, if ever there was an excuse to go hang out in like in London, that's it. Yeah, sounds like a great excuse. And and if I'm being honest, uh, as things are starting to um, you know progress uh, towards like the world opening up more. Um, and everybody getting, um, you know, healthier, uh, you know, when it, when it comes to, you know, fighting the virus. Um, that's one thing that I want to do is uh, definitely travel more um, and especially travel and try to see more, uh, you know, shows in different areas and places that I've never been before. So that that was something that I would love to do. Yeah, same. And um, we have every intention of doing that with the band. So. Okay, and uh, uh, the band, the record's out, but I- I'm curious, are you, you you guys trying to line up a record release show at any point? Yeah, so I mean, I can go ahead and say this. is We're, we're working on a flyer for it right now, so you'll probably see see this like announced again, but September 3rd, New York City, Gold Sounds, a Kulu record release. Awesome. Uh, no uh, yeah. immediate lineup, or you guys just kind of keep that under wraps? We'll keep it under wraps, but I can also say this. There might be a New York City straight edge band that put out a record on Edge Day this past year who will be also celebrating a record release. Oh, interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, so 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 Reaction and Akulu are gonna have a joint record release. That's awesome. Yeah, yes. man, it's gonna be second. Then we have a bunch of friends playing too. And so mm-hmm. you'll see the flyer. I, I think it's being worked on as we speak. So, dude, it's gonna be sick. It's I'm excited. Hell yeah, that, 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 that's great news. Thank you for sharing that because I'm um, obviously uh, when I uh, obviously all this news coming out, the records out, uh, the music videos coming out and all this great stuff. And I'm just like, wait, where's the record release show? But OK, you just kind of solved that mystery. So so thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, it's coming. And, you know, here's the thing. We're, we're, we're doing the label ourselves. We're doing the music ourselves. So it's like we're kind of like right now we're juggling a lot of things all at once. And so there's mm-hmm. a, maybe some of the balls are getting dropped. You know what I'm saying? But. We're 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 juggling as as well as we can. 
Yeah, and honestly, so, that, yeah, you will see that soon. Yeah, that that that's uh, you know, I I can't imagine what it's like to be in your guys' position right now. So I'm not, uh, you know, uh, I, I it's it's all respect. Obviously, I I imagine that stuff will come in due time. But for me, just being such a curious fan, I, I always have to ask these questions. Yeah, for sure, man, and I'm I'm happy to, I'm happy to answer all the questions. Indeed. Okay, and um, so right now you're in Texas. Is this going to be another long stint in Texas, or are you going to head back to New York soon? I just took two weeks off, and I'm going back on Saturday. Okay, that's cool. And so, yeah, man, we, we've I, I came here with my lady, and we've been chilling here with my family for a little bit, and it's been nice, you know, especially when when we were. It happens to be the week that all this stuff was coming out, so it was like, all right, I don't got to be like working at the same time as all that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We just we just been hanging out, eating good. You know what I mean. In Houston, hell yeah, uh, yeah. Because honestly, I I wasn't sure because obviously uh, talking to you, uh, uh, and you'd mentioned that you were in Texas, so I, I wasn't sure if that was like uh, if you were moving back permanently or if you were just on vacation. Nah, nah, just vacation. But you know, I love coming. This is my home ultimately, and so it's always nice to come back. Yeah, I've only been to Texas one time. I I, I drove to Austin. Yo, I was just in Austin yesterday. I uh, I, I saw a couple of friends out there. I went to a, a comedy show out there. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, yeah, man, it was sick. It was me. I I love Austin. It's a, it's a great place to, it's a great place in Texas to visit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. say that. Like even everyone in Texas goes to Austin to like hang out in and party in. Yeah, I, I felt like I, I got um, kind of tricked because my friends are like big horror fans. So they're like, hey, do you want to go see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house? And I was like, yeah, I'm down, whatever. Like, we're all free this weekend. <laughs> like, let's just do it. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, me not being like super into like that culture like them, I was thinking of the wrong Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was thinking of, like the newer one with like Jessica Beale. Um, yeah so when they took me to like the og house that's like some like cafe or something i was like what are we doing here is this the right house and they're like oh like you're probably thinking of the other movie you're an idiot and i was just like yeah i, I feel like an <laughs> idiot like, okay. yeah it's, uh, but, but it, like, it, fuck me it was fun just to see them like super stoked on it and i was i thought it was kind of interesting just kind of walking through that place um not well, really you know what's funny about that is i actually used to live in a small town okay outside of the place where the original texas chainsaw house is so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And it, it just kind of, um, it was like, in this, it was a nice neighborhood. I, I, like when we were driving around, I'm like, oh, this is actually like, you know, not what I expected, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's a tourist location now. Yeah. So th- that was my, my only experience going to Texas. Like I, I would like to go back and check out like other spots of Texas. Dude, for sure. Ch- check out. I mean, yo, if you're into food, endless amounts of good food and, and, in Houston and Austin, you know, and, and there's, there, dude, there's like good, sh- good shows happen in Texas. Like Texas has always had like, a, like a, a sick hardcore scene. Yeah. hundred percent. Like, uh, I really miss that band afflictive nature. Dude. Yes, man. I, I used to play with afflictive nature all the time. And that band is awesome. Shout out to San Antonio. I fucking love San Antonio. One of the best cities in the country. Hell yeah. Yeah. And also I got to shout out um, Judiciary. They're, um, you know, like a current band from out there doing awesome stuff. Fuck yeah. Shout out to Judiciary. I fuck with y'all. Okay. Hell yeah. Well, uh, shout out Texas. Shout out Connor. This is this has been awesome. I'm, I'm happy that you're able to, to, to come back on the podcast and uh, talk yeah, about this is fun. This, yeah. is, this is good. Yeah. No, th- this is uh, like always a, a, a pleasure for me, um, especially since 
the first time having you on and just being able to stay in communication with you and, uh, you know, um, actually being able to call your friend and you being nice and being real. I, I definitely appreciate that. Dude, fuck yeah. Yo, eventually when we make it out to Cali, I'm going to hit you up. We'll be chilling. Dude, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. So, uh, And I, it's going to be cool to have um, you guys play out here. That, 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 that Just the thought of that just blows my mind, and I can't wait for that. Oh, it, it's happening. Okay. Well, hell yeah. Well, um, before we sign off, is there anything else you would like to say or shout out? I would just say, man, like, thanks to everyone for, you know, already, like, supporting the record as much as as much as as much support as we gotten is fucking wild and awesome and crazy and i would just say like like stay stay tuned on like cash only instagram and twitter and stuff and, and kulu instagram and twitter because like we're gonna be we're gonna like both like, the label and the band is gonna be like we're active so like that's where you can check out everything we're doing because we're doing this all ourselves you know what i mean so it's like that's where everything's gonna be located in terms of announcements Hell yeah, that, that, that that's super awesome. And I, I love that DIY spirit, <clears throat> excuse me. So I'll definitely be looking forward to um, all the news coming um, from your guys to social media. Um, I'll make sure to follow that. And seriously, man, thank you so much for being down to come on the podcast and just talk about all the things that you have going on. It, it definitely means a lot to me. Dude, fuck yeah. I, I, I love talking about all this shit, man. I'm, I'm happy to do this anytime. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. Uh, We appreciate you and we'll be back soon. Bye.